The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. This is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Piero columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers Podcast. Today we're catching up with lithium and base metals explorer, Critical Resources. Trades under the code CRR. Last had a last sale price was eight cents for a market cap of about $118 million. Now the MD, Alex Biggs, is with us today to fill us in on what the company's been up to and where it's headed. This is a company that is uh, as active as you uh, could find in the junior space. And to that end, if you want to keep tabs on just what they're up to, check out Alex's Twitter account, Bigsy01. In that, he tells us he's a Londoner, mining engineer, a WASM alumni, and sartorially appreciative. Not sure what that latter one means. Anyway, from his Twitter account, you'll see Alex broke free of Perth's COVID iron curtain recently to travel to the US and the company's Mavis Lake project in Ontario. There's a funny pic too there of Alex knee deep in the snow while the project's exploration manager looks on. Apparently no rush to help Alex to extricate himself. Now, big things are happening in Ontario around lithium and by the company at its Mavis Lake project. And we need Alex to bring us up to speed on the uh, current drilling program results from the company's Halls Peak Base and Precious Metals Project near Armadale in New South Wales. So with that, I'll say day, Alex. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Barry. How are you? That was a, uh, a very nice intro, so thanks very much. And satorially appreciative means um, apparently I like my clothes, but if you see the picture of me, uh, which has been put out there in Canada with me in my bubble hat, you'd probably suggest that I didn't make the best choice with that one. Well, next time I'll have to make sure we do a, a video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Good to be here again anyway. Alex, I mentioned there that you guys are as busy as, uh, as it gets. Now, a lot's happening around Mavis Lake. Uh, the company's announced it's received permission to start drilling. But before we just jump into Mavis Lake itself, I was wondering if you can just give us a, a feel for how Ontario is shaping up as a lithium hotspot. Yeah, sure. I mean, Ontario really is becoming, um, you know, the focus of the lithium industry globally. Um, You know, when we look at Ontario geologically, we see, you know, it really is the right host for lithium projects. And coupled with that, you look at the location of Ontario right on the border there with the States and with the US going through this second manufacturing boom, which I, I certainly think is going to be accelerated now with some of the more um, macro um, economic situations we're seeing around the world. You know, it's a good place for for the US to source a lot of their lithium. We're seeing that uh, we're seeing that growth in the battery space and driven by the states. So you look at the activity that's there and, and a lot of the companies that are doing work there really starting to uh, really starting to accelerate the the Ontario government is uh, very supportive you know they've uh, announced their first um, critical minerals strategy and it's about you know securing Ontario as this global leader of responsibly sourced um, critical minerals so of course lithium is is probably going to be the catalyst and the driver for that so you know I think when we see you know policy driven change we've spoken about this before but when we see it at the government level I think it's uh, you know it's really something we should take notice of and Tesla has got their battery gear manufacturing plant uh, in Toronto, which has just um, just opened. 
um, and Avalon Advanced Minerals, uh, who are TSX listed, they've recently announced that they're going to be um, looking to develop a, a regional um, uh, processing facility based in Thunder Bay, which is about 350 kilometres from Mavis Lake, and that's where we base our staff over there. So, you know, all around, there's a lot going on um, in Ontario, and, you know, I certainly see that uh, that continuing. Um, and critical resources is going to be one of the big players in that moving forward. I'll just slip in a question there too uh, before focusing on uh, Mavis Lake. It was a small investment in a battery technology company, Volt Carbon. What's uh, what's the story there? Yeah, correct. So Volt Carbon uh, is listed um, over in Canada, and they're looking at um, looking at sort of battery technology. And you know, a principal purpose of their technology is to provide batteries which uh, last longer. Um, and charge faster. You know, there's there's the graphite tie-up with them as well, so they're heavy on the on the graphite side of, uh, of battery tech as well. So, you know, we see that as a company that's that's pretty undervalued. Um, you know, being located in Canada, I think that uh, you know there's natural synergies there between us um, uh, with Mavis Lake and Graphic Lake and our other project, White Loon Lake, um, and these guys. So moving forward, we'll be looking at. Uh, at so putting together an MOU and working out how we work synergistically with those guys. All right, Mavis Lake, um, on April 6th, you announced uh, received drilling approvals to uh, start work Im- uh, imminently. How's, what's the plan and uh, when will you actually start, you think? Yeah, correct. So we announced that a couple of days ago. And the timeline for, um, for the permitting was 42 days, I believe. You know, we found the Ontario government very supportive uh, of our plans there. You know, our recent trip to Canada, we went to site, we engaged with our First Nations partners there as well. Um, you know, we found the whole process very smooth, very supportive. Uh, we're looking at getting on the ground there in the next two weeks. So after Easter, uh, we will be drilling. And uh, initially, we have a 5,000 metre drill program planned. Uh, that's our inaugural program. Of course, there's been drilling at the property before. You know, if we look at some of the previous results, you know, 26 metres at 1.7% uh, lithium lithium oxide, 55 metres at 1.04, 15 metres at 1.6, 18 metres at 1.5 nearly. So, you know, we see with Mavis Lake that there's a significant opportunity there for us to find a, a jolt-compliant resource fairly quickly. Um, we've discussed this before, but... You know, in the in the term sheet that we signed when we bought the project, there's two milestones in there of five million ton resource and ten million ton resource. We're certainly targeting the ten million ton resource plus, and we think there's uh, we think there's there, there's plenty of targets there for us. Uh, what we want to do is we want to permit another five thousand meters as quickly as we can. Once the snow starts melting, which is going to be next month, we'll get on the ground. We'll do some more mapping, do some more surface work. We'll identify what the next program looks like. And, you know, I, I don't like to see companies uh, sitting around and, and doing a couple of thousand metre drill program and then taking a six month break or a 12 month break. I think we've proved with critical uh, resources over the last 12 months that, you know, we move quite hard and fast on our projects. We're quite aggressive uh, and we, you know, you need the projects to do that, of course. And I think when we look at our suite of assets, they've all got good uh, mineralization. There's some history there, uh, you know, so we feel the story hasn't perhaps been told. The only way you do that, Barry, is by spending money in the ground and and get the drills turning. So two weeks' time, we'll be uh, on the ground at Mavis Lake and we will be drilling. Very exciting times. 
I think some people will look at those uh, previous drill results you mentioned there and uh, they'll note that uh, I think one of them is at a depth of 80 metres, the other one 130 metres. And they might be used in this market anyway to for outcropping um, mineralisation. Although I note that Lion Town, now a couple of billion dollars, uh, is uh, planning an underground lithium operation, the first in Australia. So what's, what are your thoughts around, is it uh, could well be that uh, being underground has advantages when it comes to uh, First Nation uh, considerations, environmental considerations, et cetera? Yeah, certainly. When you look at uh, a lot of these deposits in Canada, um, we actually do see uh, pegmatites on surface. So we do see the outcrop. Um, that's quite quite common there, more so than what we see here in Australia. Uh, when I look at the orientation of the ore body um, and what we know and what we understand already, I think more than likely this project will be an underground project anyway. So, you know, of course there's environmental considerations with doing open pit mining and you know, I don't think that's a consideration for us moving forward. I think there's a, a nice a nice underground opportunity here. And, you know, my background is, is as a mining engineer and specifically in underground. So I look at this and, you know, as it develops the way I think it will, um, you know, I see it's a, a relative straightforward underground project. And, of course, the underground story is uh, helped by some of the grades you mentioned there up to 1.7, uh, 2.9, uh, quite high lith- uh, lithium figures there. Yeah, certainly. I mean, we're not looking at uh, we're not looking at sort of less than one percent. So, you know, um, I think anything around that one point two, one point three, one point four percent is fantastic. Um, you know, we look at uh, we look at um, you know the current price of of lithium. Obviously, it's very high. I think even if lithium were to take a haircut and it was to be half of what it is now, I still think that uh, that a project of those uh, with those sort of grades makes a significant amount of money. Do I think that's going to happen? No, I don't. I think there's a significant deficit uh, with lithium moving forward with policy-driven change and, you know, uh, manufacturing stepping up and and trying to fill that gap. Um, I think we're going to see lithium prices strong for um, the foreseeable future. Yeah, it's been quite remarkable. I thought uh, that by now the lithium space would have been losing a bit of puff, but it just seems to go from strength to strength. And you get comments from people like Macquarie who are pretty good on the commodity side of things, talking about perpetual supply deficits for the, the key battery materials. So. Very interesting times in the lithium space. And you guys have timed it nicely. When did you actually uh, pick up this project? So we initially uh, announced the transaction end of October last year. We finalised the transaction uh, 5th and 6th of January, um, just after Christmas. So it was quite a smooth smooth transaction. Um, You know, we didn't hang around. Uh, We got to work straight away on it. So, you know, from officially acquiring the project uh, at the start of the year, I think to be on the ground and drilling by mid-April is a pretty good outcome. So when uh, should investors uh, look out for the first assay results? So we're using a um, we're using an assay lab in the region, so it's not going to go to Toronto. It's actually going to be in the region, which is, which is positive because, firstly, obviously, QAQC, you know, it's going to be near where we're core logging, so that's that's good. Uh, you know, reduce transportation, um, and thirdly and most importantly, uh, reduce lead time. So we're looking at uh, four to six weeks out of that lab, whereas uh, a lot of the bigger labs in Toronto, we'd be looking at maybe, you know, 10 to 12, 13 weeks. So if we use that, I would probably think within the next two months, um, we'll certainly be seeing um, our first assays coming out of Mavis Lake. Now, I guess a key uh, question from investors would be how do you manage a lithium exploration project from Perth on the what is 
the other side of the world? Yeah, it's a good question, Barry. And you know, when we when we if I go back to a year ago when we first came into the company, you know, we wanted to get our horse peak asset going in New South Wales, which we'll talk about shortly. And we said we wanted to make uh, another acquisition. And Mavis Lake came up, and you know, there's a lot of discussions around that point. You know, how do you manage this effectively? You know, up until a point, getting the getting the thing permitted and and starting the work, okay, fine. You know, we need to have a presence on the ground um, in Canada. We've appointed uh, an exploration manager specifically for our Canadian uh, projects. Uh, so he uh, he started last week or this week, sorry. Um, yeah, we met him when we were in Canada a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, he's based in Thunder Bay, three and a half hours from the project, a uh, lot of expertise in the region. You know, he's a linchpin um, over there and, and from there we'll build the team as we need to. But we've got a lot of good people around the um, around the project who've got IP and history uh, with Mavis Lake, um, some consultants that we've been working with. So, you know, I think you need to have a presence on the ground there. I think that's very important and that's what we've done. Okay, let's uh, shift our focus uh, back to Armadale or near Armadale in New South Wales at Horse Peak. Some uh, interesting drilling results being reported though. What have you found and uh, what's the ongoing program there? It's a good question. What have we found? It's, uh, you know, Hawks Peak is a, is a large-scale SEDEX deposit, so we think. Um, you know, we're, we're 12, 13 holes into our program at the moment. Uh, you know, we look at the results there and, you know, some very, 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 very high zinc and, and lead and also copper um, assays have come back. So we're still trying to define what that, uh, what it actually is. I believe it's a zinc-led uh, dominant SEDEX system. Uh, you know, we started drilling at Gibson's prospect and we'll shortly be uh, drilling over at the Sunnyside prospect in the next couple of months. And those two are 1.5 kilometres apart. So it's important that we prove uh, mineralisation at both sites and then we can start looking at some infill drilling and, and you know, increasing the size of the resource. But... You know, where we look at uh, Gibson's, where the drilling's focused on so far, I mean, the results have been very positive. It's one of the more successful drill programs that I've seen. Um, we need to step that out now and we need to start adding scale to it. You know, some of the, the old theories of the projects, uh, which date back a long time, where people believed that the lithologies only extended down 100 or 200 metres have been completely disproven. And we've proven, um, you know, continuation of lithologies to significant depth. So, you know, those lithologies being what host the mineralisation. So it's uh, it's an interesting project. Um, everywhere we seem to drill, we seem to get good results. Uh, there's good technical geology coming out of it as well. You know, I've got a saying, you know, there's only two types of rocks, those that make money and those that don't. Um, but I think that in a project of this scale, this potential scale, um, you know, you need to do that technical geology work as well. And that's what Gibson's has provided us. It's provided a lot of new uh, data that's allowed us to support some theories, disprove some others. But principally, we've also been getting good assays along the way. So, you know, I see that Hall's Peak is, a, is an ongoing program. Um, we want to keep drilling there. There's lots of targets. There's lots of work to keep doing. Um, as people may be aware, we recently completed a $12.5 million capital raise. So we're well cashed up to continue work in New South Wales, um, start our work in Canada and expand our work um, over in Canada on our other projects too. So, you know, we've got a lot on our plate this year. And I think uh, I think where we sit now, about that $120 million market cap, if you go back 12 months, we're only $100 million. So I think uh, we can 
we can you know we can do a lot this year and i think the value of the the company will reflect that um as we announce results to the market well it's an interesting question when a company's got two projects on the go in two different uh, different commodity spaces if you had to uh, split the difference at the moment uh, the current market cap is mainly represented by what lithium or horse peak you think this is a really good question and i think if you look at uh, if you look at when we announced the final acquisition of uh, Mavis Lake at the start of this year, early January, you'll see that's when the the share price really started to run. So I think that uh, certainly Mavis Lake was the catalyst um, and lithium is the catalyst for the interest in the business. I think when people look at the company, though, they go, well, you're not just a lithium company. You know, the the joke is in the uh, it's in the name, right? Critical resources. You know, we're focused on uh, a multiple suite of commodities across the critical mineral space. So people looked at that and they saw that, you know, we do have Hall's Peak, which is a great asset as well. Um, they also looked at what we've done as a management team over the last, uh, you know, nine, 10 months and seen that there have been significant change in the business. So I certainly feel that lithium is the catalyst for us. But, you know, the, there's a lot of value to be extracted out of Hall's Peak this year as we move forward. Yeah, just on Hall's Peak, you mentioned SEDEX. Uh, just for investors who might not be uh, aware of what that uh, term actually covers, uh, what's uh, an example of SEDEX uh, deposit in Australia and uh, what, what's the scale potential of these things? Yeah, sure. So sedimentary um, exaltive um, system, uh, similar to things like uh, MacArthur River, um, you know, uh, Mount Isa, those those type of projects. So, you know, significant scale, um, you know, very, very large, uh, multi-commodity. That's typically what we see, um, you know, structurally controlled, uh, like we're starting to see at Hall's Peak as well. So, you know, those are, those are good examples. Cannington as well is another one. So, you know, we're not saying it is that, but it's on us to prove it. And certainly, you know, none of the drilling that we've done so far has turned up bad results. It's all been positive. So um, I'd love people to stay tuned for that. And, you know, I'm looking forward to us developing a thesis on on the project and uh, being able to sort of educate people of what that really is as we move forward. So you what, if the zinc prices stay where they are, you'll get people knocking on the door to come in and JV at this issue. Well, that's fine. And, um, you know, it's certainly good, isn't it? There's the zinc price right now and uh, we love that. So... Um, and if anyone wants to come and knock on the door, they know where to find me. All righty, so let's uh, pull it all together, Alex, and uh, just give investors, I know we might have covered this, but just in uh, dot point, what they should be looking out for in the coming months. Okay, sure. So uh, two weeks' time, uh, starting of uh, drilling at Mavis Lake uh, Lithium Project in Canada. Um, four to six weeks after that, we would expect to see uh, our first assay results. Um, ongoing exploration and, uh, you know, exploration planning our other projects in Canada, early stage stuff, uh, airborne surveys, um, on the ground mapping that will lead to drill programs uh, later in the year. And of course, Halls Peak is going to be ongoing. We're going to be drilling there, um, you know, moving forward. I don't see that stopping and we'll be releasing um, some good results, I'm sure, um, ongoing for the rest of the year. There you go, folks. Um... Two for the price of one, as it were. Uh, exciting lithium project in Ontario, the world's hotspot for lithium projects. And the uh, Hall's Peak in New South Wales. A bit of a sleeper at this uh, stage, but um, if that SEDEX potential uh, comes to pass, be certainly one to watch. So two for the price of one and a steak knife to come in the form of a big discovery, hopefully. So with that, 
Uh, I'll say thanks for your time today, Alex. Good luck with it all, and we'll be watching with interest. Thank you, Barry. We'll speak soon. Cheers.